Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29-year-olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. As we travel through the world of the upside down, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night, depending on whenever you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I am Chaos. I'm that guy. Welcome to the number one podcast for the passengers on the gravy train. How y'all doing? Hopefully you're all doing great, and hopefully you all uh, put up with all my ums at the end of the last episode. I listened back to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Holy shit. So sorry about that. Uh, we have some more bonus material going for you. Uh, you know the drill. You know, like, subscribe, follow, share, tell a friend. Uh, let everybody know that you're actually listening to something that uh, empathizes with the chaos that you're going through on the day-to-day basis of the dating apps. Uh, the last episode I thought was pretty interesting. I think this one is a little bit interesting as well. So as you know, sit back, relax, put your feet up, enjoy, get some popcorn, get it buttered if you need to, throw some salt on there. Uh, if you're in traffic, please be safe. Don't hit that person next to you and enjoy the White House. I kind of got stood up for the first time ever. And I think I called you. I was kind of actually scared to meet this guy because he was just going like kind of into sexual stuff. And I said, look, I will, I've agreed to go to dinner with you. I said, but I am not going home with you. Yeah. I'm not, you know? And so then I called you. I was like, Oh my God, I'm really nervous. Cause this guy's kind of a big guy. And I feel like he's only after one thing. And I'm like, and I actually invited him to a bar where my friends were. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, good. That's solid. Yeah, because I'm like, and I said, hey, there's a bunch of people I know going here. Why don't we go and, you know, eat there? And I thought that way, I feel a little comfort that there's people I know there. Sure. And he actually didn't show up. And I was like, oh, thank God. And I had a great night, but. Yeah, probably more fun without him showing up, right? But if this is the first time you've had somebody uh, not show up on you, you had a hell of a streak going. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, I know that I'm like, laugh, the one date wonder over here is like, and I, would, I, I remember calling you and going, oh, my God, I so hope they don't show up. I don't know who said that, but I was like, <laughs> I was like a little panic because I'm like, I felt like he was really just going in for one thing and one thing only. It, I mean, that's a hit and miss, too, right? That's like, you know, thank goodness his, his intentions are made early, so you know. But at the same time, you're like, I don't even know if I'm waste my time. But truth is, you he, he, you pick the place, you end up, and then you just pretty much hang out with your friends and have a great night anyway. Yeah. It worked out because I picked somewhere I felt safe and I knew people would be. Well, it's, uh, God, that's the biggest thing, too. Like, once you start or out with somebody and you're not safe, like, everything's downhill from there. And that's actually, I think we might have discussed before, but... 
I like to ask when I go on a date, I ask men, I'm like, have you ever worried about your safety? But I've yet to come across one guy on a date who was like, oh my God, I was worried about my safety. Men don't, never. Guys don't sit there and go, oh my God, I hope this woman doesn't attack me or something weird where I've been on dates and I've been like, oh my gosh, they're going to murder me when I go to my car. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it doesn't cross their minds, but not at all. Or girls, maybe like, it should, you know, cause like, I guess we'll find something that should like, it'll yeah. be, there's enough, like there's like it, this, uh, the, the numbers of, of everybody who are using the apps are just keep going up and up and the stories get crazier and crazier. Yeah. And I, and I feel bad. Like, you know, I went on a date the other night for the first time in what, two and a half months. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I'd offer to pick you up. Would you be comfortable with that? And I said, no, I'd rather meet you there. That's fair. That's good. That's a good question though. At least he asked and like in, in, in a good way too. He did. He, he kind of got it. And, you know, we had a good yeah. time. He's a really interesting guy. If Instead I can of, uh, how about I pick you up, you know, where you almost feel compelled to say yes, or some people might feel compelled to say yes. He asked that in a really good way. He did. He did. He was trying to be polite and offered, but left the door open to, he was okay if I said no. So when you're texting and a lot of times you, you know, you can carry on quite a, quite a long text conversation with people. Um, like, what is it that kind of like, you're pretty open to go out with people, but like, is there, is there something you're kind of looking for match your energy with? I mean, is, is, what is it that, that you might be looking for? I look for a couple of things for me personally. Yeah. Um, you know, are they, they're, like you said, they, they match their intelligence match mine. Okay. You know, do they have um, a, sort of the same similar job or something? It doesn't matter necessarily to me job-wise, but do they have maybe the same work ethic? Does that make better sense? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, just so you know that they're out there trying to hustle and do the best. Um, do they like their kids or do they like kids? So, you know, there's such a part of my life that if you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't stand kids, that's not going to work for me. Right. And then they have some sort of athleticism and that doesn't mean that they have to be a triathlete or run Ironman or do anything spectacular, but I like to go out and do stuff. So if you're want to sit home and be on the couch, we're probably not going to match. Sure. Sure. Hiking, pickleball, what, you know, just something to get out and explore the world. Right. Right. Uh, that's for me. And ironically, it seems kind of hard to find. <sighs> it's not easy. Like, like, uh, especially as, um, time goes on, it's definitely not easy by any stretch. I mean, just to find the the personalities that mesh, that's, that's a hard thing to find in itself. And it is, and it is. And I always say, you know, at this age, we all have baggage. Sure. You know, everybody's got it. I just tell people when they ask me, I'm like, I have baggage. I just keep my Samsonite neatly in the closet and stacks like I'm not planning to bring it out anytime soon. Right. It's, of course it's there. We all, you know, if you've been our age and you've been divorced and you have kids and there's definitely something there. Even if you're in a marriage, there's something there. Yeah. It's just. You get to, you get to this point and every one of your relationships, everybody's relationships for the, well, hopefully have failed, you know, and there's some people on there who are married. So their relationships are in the process of failing, but uh, haven't entirely failed. So it's just, how do I make this next one work for as long as possible? Because right. chances are, it's probably going to fail too. And you know, even like I said, I've, some of my best friends are married and they have great marriages. Yeah. And I just, they, there's points where they fail. It's that they bring it back together. They choose to stay together and work it out. Yeah. Which I think is great. Sure. I honestly love to hang out with them the most because you're sitting there and I'm like, this is what it should be. Yeah. 
You know, and I've actually walked up and one of the wives one time I walked up and she said, I'm going to fucking kill him. And I looked at her and I said, I'll help you bury the body. And I did the hand signal of call me. And she yeah. started laughing and took a little tension out of the area. Sure. And at the time I'm thinking, oh yeah, she really wants to, she's redheaded. And I'm like, she might kill him. I doubt it, but yeah. you know, they have their things and I've seen them go through it, but they come out the other end by being patient and understanding and knowing that, you know, you can work it out and not necessarily doing the FOMO that there's something better out there. Absolutely. Do you know what you got right there, which is even better. I had an interesting question asked to a buddy of mine the other night. It was, uh, um, do you have somebody in your life that is the role model of what a good relationship looks like? And it sounds like the, that couple for you is that. That's one of them. And then um, one of my other friends that are couples, like I actually had this conversation today where I was telling a girlfriend of mine, I'm like, they're so great. These men, I'm a little old fashioned, but these men take care of their women. Yeah. Like she was over the other night visiting and she's single as well. And one of the husbands was making sure her wine was full. That's like, cool. They really take care. And in return, these women are really good to them. That's cool. In whatever fashion that would be, you know, yeah. one of them cooks all the time. So it's great. She cooks, her husband works. And, you know, the other one, the wife has the better job because he has a disability, but he does everything around the house. That's cool. But like, they are so good to these women. And I'm like, it's such a great thing to see. When you these don't are good lose. men. Yeah. When you don't lose, um, when you don't uh, take each other for granted, that's usually what takes, takes it all. Right. Yeah. You did make me think of a funny story though. What's up? So, you know, you get these guys and you go out and um, I gone out with a couple dates with this one guy. And the first time I met him, he seemed very pompous. Like the first thing I said is, oh, he's, he seems very, um, I think entitled or something like, ugh. but he, he talked my friends and I finally, he took me out. So we know a couple of times and I'm like, you know, he randomly called and I'm like, this dude's just trying to get in my pants. Like, cool. I mean, he's smart. He's got a lot of things going for him, but he's never been married and he does not, you know, he's not looking to get married. Right. And, um, but he's real smart. He was an attorney and so forth. And dude would give me the booty calls in the middle of the night. <laughs> what and one night, yeah, one night he texts me and actually the only reason I've only let two people pick me up at my house and he was one of them because he was a friend of a friend. Okay. So I'm like, he had picked me up and but one night I'm coming over a volleyball tournament. He's drunk. It's just Pat and I. And he said, um, Hey, I wanted to come see you. He's like, what's your address again? Now the guy's never been in my house, Yeah, sure. but this is the text I get yeah. in my fifties from a guy yeah. who's obviously drunk in the middle of the night. I said, Oh great. You're coming over. I said, it's 1600 Pennsylvania. <laughs> and he goes, what? I said, just look for it. It's the white house. <laughs> Did he get it? I've never heard from him since. Uh, uh, I wonder. I'm I sure. wonder if you tried to put it into like Google Maps or something and didn't see anything of 1600 Pennsylvania, you know, and then sober, sobered up and might have realized it. When he was, if he was sober, I know he would have got it in five seconds. But I have a feeling, just the way it was coming across, he had been drinking. I'd seen him since I ran into somewhere and he was so drunk. It was crazy. But yeah, it was so funny to me. I was like, Oh my God, not this dude again. Yeah. He for an address like, and he gets one. I'm sure he was excited. He thought it might've been. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And like I said, I was so in shock because like I said, he picked me up once literally like six months prior and never even been in my house. He's like, what's your address again? And I was like, Oh yeah. 1600 Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, that's so and he funny. Goes, what? And I said, Oh, just look for the white house. Just look for the white house. Yeah. You'll see it. 
It's and then, the only one on the block. I would have loved to have seen his face like the uh, wheel spinning. But I, I don't know if he got or not, but the next day I'm sure if he woke up and saw it, he was probably like, what a bitch. Good for him. I mean, good for him for uh, taking a shot. But then, uh, yeah, I'm glad you never heard from him again, though, too. Yeah, I ran into him drunk one time, but I've never, I actually never heard from him again. It stopped That's the booty calls. I really feel like this is cyclical. Like, I feel like we could have this conversation every four months, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did have a really good date the other night. Um, yeah. It wasn't necessarily like fireworks, like New Year's Eve, but it seems like a good guy. Where'd you meet this one on? What's he that? Was, you know, ironically, it was so funny. Right about New Year's, he had messaged me and he was moving from California here. Okay. And he got my number and then he just kind of disappeared. And I think what he was trying to do was get settled. And he got here and say, hey, I'm in town. You know, I'd love to meet up. And I was sick with COVID. And then when I got better, I was going on spring break. So it's kind of been delayed. And he just said, yeah, let me let me take you out to dinner. And I asked him to pick. He picked a really nice place. He made a reservation, which is unheard of. So then I knew it was nice. So I got to dress up even. Oh, look at you. Oh, right. Yeah. I dressed up and... We went out as 50-some-year-old adults and had a really good time. That's a lot better than, say, the uh, normal uh, let's meet at the sports bar, you know, go out, hang out. Right. You know, was, good conversation, was, I assume. Yeah, he's very smart, very okay. smart, loves his kids. You can tell by the conversation he enjoys his kids. He's very work-oriented, which is not necessarily my strong point, but it was good to hear, you know, yeah, and I learned something, you know, just kind of how he runs his business and he's smart and how he got where he was going. And it's pretty interesting. So like, was there like, I, I know you're, I think you said you're just still trying to figure it out, but was there any romance, like any kiss or anything like that? He did. And it was nice. You know, I yeah. said, like, oh my God, I'm running off to Mexico with this one. <laughs> but it was nice. And he didn't try to really take it any farther than that, which is, Good. you know, very respectful because I know I swear I, I think at our age they would be a little bit more respectful, but some of these guys just right in. Like, it's a catch twenty two. It's like you think so, but like some of them like, oh my god, he must be dying because this guy's in a hurry to get like you know everything done as quickly as possible, or her, or whatever. Yeah. You know? It's like it's like they don't have the time to wait or something. You know, got diagnosed <laughs> with cancer or some shit, so they got to get in as fast as possible. Got to get in as much sex as they can before yeah. they die in the next twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Before, before, you know, they're, they're, yeah. I, I want you, I was going to make a bad joke, but yes, as much as possible, as much as possible. Which brings me to the other point. I think you knew that I had matched with another guy and we started having conversations and, um, kept asking me for like, send me a picture of you. And then it became, send me a picture of you in a bikini. Oh God. What? And then I was on vacation and I kind of had sent a picture of a group of us, but I wasn't in a full bikini. Cause I mean, it's kind of awkward. Hey, can y'all take a picture of me in a bikini for a guy? Yeah, I've never, for sure. Like, I just don't want to, if I send a picture to every guy in a bikini, I'm not ugly. You know that I'm far from ugly. Right. Absolutely. But I don't want to send 10,000 people a picture of me in a bikini either. I'm like, right. Cause you're not sending it to one person. Most likely you send to one kind of, you know, guy, like it's going to end up probably, Hey, check out this girl I'm talking to, you know, or something right. along those lines. Like this is starting to feel like to me, like this, send me a picture or, you know, uh, you know, we've talked about dick pics plenty of times in the past, but this, this is almost like the, the, the deer head mounted on the wall after the kill. It's like the trophy. Oh, I got a picture. Sweet. Okay. So now right. what? I mean, all right, you got Very the, predatory. what's he going to ask for next? Oh, you can ask right. for, you know, a, a naked picture. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. See how far it can go. It's like, here's the trophies. And he had asked me out, but at this point, 
you know, I was out of town and he wasn't asking. He was just asking for pictures. So then it went back to something you and I discussed where you said there's a lot of married men online. Yeah. That's the, for all I know, just like you said, this guy's just looking to get pictures from girls. Yeah. And he could be married. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. Maybe he's not. I give him the benefit of doubt and say that he's not, but I don't know that. Yeah. So the last time he goes, hey, I'm leaving, you know, out of town on my vacation. Why don't you send me a, a picture in the beginning? And I messaged him back. I said, you seem so nice. You have a lot going for you. I said, but I'm not the girl that's going to send it a bikini picture of me on Bumble. If you would like to meet for coffee or a glass of, you know, a drink, I think is what I said, I'd love to meet you. You seem like a really great guy. He unmatched me immediately. Immediately? Really? Yeah. He couldn't I get I looked back like five minutes later thinking he might be like, okay, when I get back, let's go for a drink. And then I said, yeah. oh my God. And I added, I hope you have a really great time in spring break with your kid because he was heading out. And then I, within five minutes, I think I looked and gone. Yeah. Yeah. If I was he wanted the trophy. Yep. If I was not going to send that bikini pic, he wanted nothing to do with me. I'm telling you, girl, it's so amazing. And like, that's, that's the, the, the unfolding of a lot of this too, is the different personalities and the different madness you're running into. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, a hit or miss and, it's FOMO. He probably just moved on to some girl he wasn't. Yeah. You know, he's the only one I was kind of like, that's a little creepy. Like the other guy, he ran, whatever. He had a lot of yeah, good sure. I have no idea what that's about, and that's okay. No, and most for sure. I feel like decent story. guys. But the last one, it was just all about seeing if he could get that pick. Yeah. That's it. And I'm sure he's got plenty of them. I'm sure plenty of people are more than happy to send them. Because they don't yeah, know. And he, um, he actually unsolicited and sent me a picture in his jeans with his shirt off. And he, I mean, he was ripped. He was a good looking dude. Yeah. I thought, you know, you have a kid too and a good job and you're up there in age. You would think they yeah. want something. That's the olive branch. Right? That's like the, the initial trade. Here's my picture. Okay. Your turn. You know, yeah. your turn. Well, I didn't ask for it. No, you know, I, no. I didn't say it, I was going to send one back. So, but it's almost like his, he feels it's owed, just like a lot of people do the same thing in that, that aspect. Yeah. Well, he, I don't owe him a shit. <laughs> true story true story yep so move on i feel like you know that one i was like oh well that's all he was looking for then thank you for being along for the ride on the swipe wrong podcast where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life show is produced by jay pelham he is the host of pelham place if you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story we'd love to hear it give us a call google voice us at 317-426-626 6616 leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story you can also email us at swipe wrong pod at gmail.com we are on insta facebook tiktok we're out there i am chaos the host of chaotic commentary you can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me and next week the saga continues swipe wrong swipe wrong